Are you tired of waking up with a dry mouth, feeling sluggish? I was too, until I discovered the power of mouth taping. I read a book called Breathe and it opened my eyes to how I could get a better sleep. So I started taping my mouth and the results were astounding. Not only did I wake up feeling refreshed, but the data on my whoop suggested I was getting more REM and more deep sleep, which led to me feeling better every morning. But I wanted a better solution, not just sticky tape, something that was effective and comfortable. That is why I co-founded Recoverite with a few friends. We are dedicated to helping Australians get fast and easy access to mouth tape and nose tape so you can breathe better, sleep better and recover right. Use the discount code TMTCP for 10% off at the checkout. Sleep better with recover right. You're gonna continue pushing what the limitations are. Now, when you have a, whether it's a, a mental block or a mental limitation on your ability to achieve an outcome, or it's a physical limitation, meaning you're not fit enough, then you're probably not gonna test that because most people feel uncomfortable doing the hard things. The Man That Can Project Podcast, a podcast empowering career-driven men to live more fulfilling lives. We are here to challenge your beliefs, redefine success, and talk about the important stuff in a relatable way. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. My name's Lockie Stewart. Let's get into it. Do you find yourself living a mediocre life because you're afraid to do the hard things? I was at a coffee shop uh, just before I moved over here and I was having a conversation with two mates and one of them had just completed a marathon. The other dude who was sitting with us, he's like, mate, I could never do that. And I remember saying and responding to this guy, I was like, why not? I think you probably could. And his response was, oh, I've never been able to run over 5K. And then we started this whole conversation around if you train for something, you're going to continue pushing what the limitations are. Now, when you have a, whether it's a, a mental block or a mental limitation on your ability to achieve an outcome, or it's a physical limitation, meaning you're not fit enough, then you're probably not going to test that because most people feel uncomfortable doing the hard things. The truth is, if you want to live an exceptional life, you need to continue challenging yourself. It's something that we do a lot within our academy. We always find ways to challenge not only myself, but other members mentally and also physically. And what I want to run through today, I'm going to give you three key reasons why you can do this and also how you can do this, because all of us have different thresholds in what we're capable of uh, maintaining and achieving and what we're comfortable with doing. So... I want you to think about that as we dive into this. And if you are driving, make sure you save this one to listen to later. If you're there, grab out a pen and paper because I'm gonna give you some, I guess, two point steps that you can take today and also implement to start making changes because as we always say, there's no point just continuing to listen to this information and getting excited and getting motivated and getting inspired if you're not gonna be implementing it into your life. There's no point doing that, right? It's just like sitting around in a bloody mental masturbation, feels good, but it's not productive, okay? So what I want you to think about, and this will go for about 15 minutes, so I will be mindful of your time, and is if you do these three keys, you will rise to the top, I promise you, because they're things that I've done, and the first one is gonna be controlled adversity. The second thing we'll talk about are the echo chambers, winning the battle in your mind. 
Thirdly, is doing it for tomorrow. Those 1% betters and how they add up over time. So I want to share with you controlled adversity, how to prepare and conquer the hardest challenges. So one thing I love doing, as I mentioned, is those physical challenges. Last year alone, I did the 30 marathons in 30 days. We did a 12-hour overnight walk, which funnily enough was the most challenging one we did last year. We also did the Goggins Challenge, which is running four miles every four hours for 48 hours. So the most frightening part of that for me was lacking sleep. But I want to focus on the walk. So when we did this walk, it was 12 hours. We didn't really have any guidelines apart from this was a rough map. We wanted to walk around Brisbane and we're going to do it overnight. Okay, it was 12 hours. Doesn't sound too hard, does it? What I knew, not only for myself, and for the 20 other blokes that were joining us, we were all gonna have completely different experiences. As I said, for me, I was most worried about the lack of sleep, so going overnight. Some other blokes were worried about the distance. Some other blokes you know, were worried about injuries that they were carrying. Other blokes were worried about being in their head um, because it was a silent walk, right? So we all had our challenges. We all had our adversity. <clears throat> the cool thing about this event was we had it controlled. We were in control of the outcomes because it was something that we set out and we purposely and intentionally wanted to do. We had the intent to push ourselves and to go through the experience so we understood how we felt during adversity. The benefit of being able to do this and getting comfortable with this is when uncontrolled adversity, and let's just call that life, happens, many of us respond in certain ways. And sometimes how we respond to adversity isn't how we'd choose to if we had that time again, and I'd call that a reaction. So when you go through controlled adversity, you then put yourself in a position that when you go through life's adversities, you've been here before. You know you don't want to react to the situation. You want to respond in a way that's going to deliver a better outcome. So as this walk was happening, you know people were dropping out at certain different parts. We had 20 start and five finish, and the experience was different for all of us. And I remember just the pain that I felt going through that. I was worried about the sleep, but I experienced something completely different. The hip pain, the knee pain. My mind was telling me, dude, this is going to mess you up. This is going to hurt in the morning. But I'd committed to doing it. And because we'd rallied the troops together, I couldn't bail. Now, I, I guess accepted that responsibility that regardless of what happened, I had to go through this. This experience is going to happen for me regardless of how it felt. And the cool thing about, I guess, being in that leadership position or wanting to lead by example even was that there was no way in the world I was going to quit. Too many people quit and they don't keep shifting what they think is possible. I guarantee you, as you're listening to this, there are things in your own life that are holding you back. There are limitations, mental or physical, that you've accepted. The reason why you can't do X, it's because of Y as opposed to going, okay, well, currently I can't do X, but let's test that out. Let's put that to the challenge. Let's see how I respond in the face of adversity. Let's see what I'm capable of. It's much like weight training. And when you go to the gym, it's adversity, really. It's, it's a challenge, it's strain on the body. If you're doing bench press, let's say you're capable of doing 60 kilos, that's your one rep max. You wanna, you're not just gonna go, all right, I've achieved it, gym's done. No, you're going, all right, Next week, 62.5. The week after that, 65. Or you're going to increase the reps. There's going to be some way that you're going to keep building resilience. You're going to keep increasing the resistance because you know on the other side of the resistance 
is the growth, is the outcome that you want. So I believe that if you can find a way to, I guess, set up some controlled adversity, you're going to have some huge wins, okay? And what that looks like for every individual is different. Your threshold to certain challenges is different to mine, and sometimes you may be stronger, right? But it's not about comparison here. It's about moving the needle for yourself to get a desired outcome. At the moment, currently, I'm doing... Uh, 365 days of what I'd call my daily hard. And some of them are mental challenges, some of them are physical. You know, I'm doing a lot of running, we're doing uh, cold plunges, which at the moment is like minus one. It's horrible. But then the other day I did a 30-minute meditation, which was a mental challenge. I'm also learning on the guitar. Once again, a mental challenge, and I'm filming that. It's embarrassing. But I'm finding ways to challenge myself and continue moving the needle, continue increasing the limit on what I think I'm capable of. Why? Because I want to live an exceptional life. And the things that I'm choosing to do, I believe, are setting me up for when life is going to throw those challenges at me. I believe I can problem solve by learning the guitar. I believe I can learn new things by jumping in the cold water. I can deal with stress and overwhelm pretty well. By, you know, doing the runs, I feel strong, fit, and confident. I'm getting stronger, fit, and more confident every day. So think about that controlled adversity. That's key number one, okay? Controlled adversity, think about it. Once again, if you consider joining the academy, you'll get a lot of experience with that because it's something we talk about and it's something that we practice regularly. Key number two, the echo chamber. How to take control of the negative voice in your head. We all experience it. All of us experience it. And going back to the walk, the 12-hour walk, one thing that I witnessed was men who, you know, not everyone had met at this point in time. My dad came along even. As the pain started kicking in, as the mental chatter started kicking, men started talking and they started discussing what they were thinking, what they were feeling. And it was almost like this awesome soundboard because then they were about able to unpack it. And I think a big challenge for a lot of people and a challenge that I experienced, we don't unpack what's going on in our head. We just accept it as truth. And what I mean by that is you can't control your first thought, but you can choose what your second one is. So if your first thought is don't do that or, you know, don't take that risk because you're not good enough. If you don't ever challenge that and if you don't ever attempt to change that, your life is going to remain mediocre. You're watching this. You're listening to this. You're considering joining the academy because you know you want to live an exceptional life, which means you now will accept that that first thought you're not always in control of and sometimes it sucks for me same experience. A lot of my first thoughts are not good, but it's the second thought, the one that I followed up with that matters most. So a little, I guess, exercise there you can do is one, be aware of your first thought in certain situations, whether it is the controlled adversity that we were speaking about before or other situations in life. Then start thinking about what would follow up or what would be your ideal second thought to follow up that first thought that's going to help you achieve a better outcome. And the third point there is just continue flexing that. Right? Don't try and change all of your first thoughts at once. Just do one at a time. If you notice your first thought towards gym or exercising is, no, don't like that. But you know that you need to start exercising to achieve a better quality of life. Let's just dive in and focus on changing that first thought rather than going, I hate the gym or the gym's not for me. I love the gym. I'm excited to work out. I look forward to working out. That's the follow-up thoughts that we need to have in order to start shifting the belief there. So that is what we're talking about there 
with that echo chamber because once again all of us have some crazy stuff going on up there we're all a bit i'd say probably a little bit insane in some way so that is a great little exercise that you can do there to improve that echo chamber and start having an echo chamber of positive and empowering thoughts and as i said the men really experienced that on that walk and once again this is why controlled adversity is awesome because to avoid avoid some of the pain you start talking about it you start building better relationships and after that 12 hours a lot of the blokes felt like they had more meaningful connections with these men that they just met than most of the people in their life because they'd suffered together as weird as that sounds there is something to it that i guess builds and forges strong relationships and if you want to be around those people the influence of those individuals is going to rub off on you and you're going to live a better quality of life. I can promise you that. Now let's move on to key three. Do it for tomorrow. The shirt that I'm always wearing is the Do It For Tomorrow shirt. There will be some more available soon. You can check out on the website. But ultimately, it's about winning for you. Right? Do something today to be better for tomorrow. The things that you're doing today, you may not notice the influence of that tomorrow, but you'll notice in a few years' time. So if you, you know, even if you reflect over the last five to 10 years now, the quality of your life, if it's still mediocre, the things that you've been doing on a daily basis have led you here. And it can be very hard to accept that because by now, if you've listened to enough of my episodes, you recognize that you're responsible for that. And the hardest thing I ever did was accept responsibility for the results that I had in my life. And a lot of the results and the actions that I'd taken, I was not proud of. Okay, but don't allow that to be the reason why you don't start changing things. The best thing you can do right now is accept responsibility for the quality of your life and then start looking at what things you do consistently because they're going to be the things that are creating the quality of your life. So if you were to look through and notice that you're not quite as healthy or as energetic or as comfortable in your skin or body as you would like to be, probably guarantee over the last five to 10 years, you haven't been eating well, you haven't been exercising enough, okay, and you haven't been taking care of your appearance. All things that are very simple to change, but once you change them, don't expect a different result tomorrow. That will come probably in another five to 10 years. And this is the challenge. People get really bummed out if they don't see a result in 30 days. It didn't take 30 days to get to the poor position you're in. So don't expect it to do, uh, I guess, a 360 in the same amount of time. Be patient and trust the process, but think about those actions and what they're delivering to. And one thing that I think about is we have major actions in our life and we have minors. Right? The major actions would be from a macro level, so work, family, health. The minors are the things that get the job done there. What do you do on a daily basis at work that delivers an outcome that I guess either keeps your employment or allows your business to grow? The second one, relationships. You want to be a great partner? Cool. What are the daily actions that you take that allow you to build a great relationship? Is it the date nights? Is it the coffee in the morning? What is it? Right? You know what that is. Or if you don't, Probably time to start thinking about that, right? This is how we do these 1% betters that do something today to be better for tomorrow, right? Building the best you. Doesn't need to be complicated, gentlemen. Does not need to be complicated at all. And one thing that I hear a lot from people is, I don't have time, my life's already busy enough. Then you'll hear this cliche phrase come straight back at you. We all have the same 24 hours. 
It's what we do with it that matters. So once again, something that you can do, a little exercise that you can do, get out a piece of paper, go through how you've spent each hour for the last week, okay? Monday, what did you do? Tuesday, what did you do? Wednesday, what did you do? And follow on. And if you're one of the people who go, I'm not doing that, that takes too much time, well, I can't help you, sorry. But if you're one of the individuals who does want to get on top of this, then trust me, you'll really benefit from it. Because when you look at where your time's going, I guarantee I could tell you the quality of certain areas of your life based off what we're looking at with your time. The cool thing is once we now know where your time's been spent, we can then go, okay, is that the best use of my time to deliver X outcome? If not, what could I change that to? This is what we need to start thinking about. This is how you really build an exceptional life. It's something that we prioritize in the academy with our weekly calls. It's like, what are you doing with your time? Is your relationship going well or is it going poorly? Is your finances where you want them to be or are they shit? Right? Is your health, are you killing it? You're feeling confident, you're feeling energetic or are you fat and overweight and not happy with yourself? Right? These are all things that everyone experiences but we need to keep it front of mind in order to be able to get the outcomes that we want. So that is key number three. And I realized just now that I did not give you the framework for key one, which is with that controlled adversity around how you're reacting and responding. So the first thing is, is think about how you respond in the face of adversity. Is it the way that you would choose to respond if you had your time again, as I mentioned? Then think about how you would like to respond to adversity. Okay, and then train it, right? Find ways to train it, find what's adverse. And I guess uh, a quick side story before we wrap up there. Uh, today we had two new gentlemen jump, uh, join us in the pool. Never done it before. And one of them was like, cool, yeah, I'm, I'm keen to jump in. The other bloke was a bit more hesitant, right? He was like, what if I jump in and have a heart attack? Or what if I can't breathe? And you know, all the things that fear does. And that's completely okay. Because when it's controlled adversity, you get to choose the rate at which you step forward into it. But taking that first step, regardless of how big the step is, is going to help you improve. It's going to build your confidence. It's going to still put you in that face of adversity where you get to experience it and you get to strengthen that muscle. So we had one of the gentlemen jump in, right? We had the other one walking through the steps at his own pace, which was fine. We all achieved the same outcome. We all got in the water for 90 seconds. Okay, how we got there was different. But how we got there was exactly how it needed to be for the individual. So I want you to think about that as well and consider that there. So my name's Lachlan Stewart. And once again, we're kicking off the academy or a brand new year in January on the 7th of January. And if you feel like you're getting value from these podcasts, if you feel like you want to be part of one of the most incredible communities that are going to hold you accountable, going to give you the insights and tools and strategies to have a better life from wherever in the world you are, definitely head over to themanatcamproject.com, okay, and apply to be a part of the academy. I look forward to meeting you. I look forward to going on this journey with you, and it's time to do something today to be better for tomorrow. Another cool thing, next year, we're going to have three episodes Right, one episode is literally just going to be the audio ripped from a vlog that I'm doing. Now, the vlog is going to be based on me achieving three goals, right, three important goals to me. And I'm not going to share them just yet. I'll share them um, later on. But it's going to be a health-related one, a wealth-related one, and a relationship-related one. And I'm very excited to document that because I'm going to be sharing, I guess, throughout the 12 months, trying to achieve something that I've never achieved before in those areas. I'm going to share 
day-to-day life, how I'm planning about going them, how I deal with adversity, all of that sort of process so that you'll be able to watch firsthand as I achieve something great next year. And I feel that it's going to add so much value to you guys because once again, it's going to be like you're walking side by side with me as we achieve something great. And I think the things that you'll learn, you'll be able to implement into your own life. So thank you for listening. Once again, take a moment to leave a rating and review. My name is Lachlan Stewart and we'll see you on Monday's episode. Thank you for listening to the Man That Can Project podcast. My name is Lockie Stewart and I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. If you did, please take a moment to rate and review the Man That Can Project on your favorite podcast platform and don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with our newest episodes. We'll see you again next time.